0: You're listening to the Black Compass Podcast, the show that brings you real talk from women about culture, career, justice, and wellness, all in the the pursuit pursuit of Black excellence, excellence, with your host, Dynasty Hunt, and Dr. Jess Williams. Okay, happy Friday, y'all. I should name, let's just be transparent, I should name that we are recording this episode (laughs) pre-election, knowing that it will be shared post-election but also recognizing whether it's pre or post-election that there is a significant burden that is put on black women in politics and elections that it does not matter what the results of the elections comes out to be we're still gonna talk about it right now because it still matters okay these
1: elections uh it's just a hot mess
0: okay It's a hot mess, and I'm trying to even figure out where we start, and and y'all, you're going to bear with us for a second, because we have notes, we have these outlines, but honestly, like, these outlines do not apply to this particular topic, because there is so much in so many directions we can go in. So when we're talking about this work, when we talk about our experiences as Black women, I want y'all to know that there's not only the reactions and thoughts that we have, but there are physical, emotional reactions, right? So like right now, just to describe to you what I'm experiencing in my body, let's talk about my body for a second. I'm experiencing like tightening of the chest. I am like antsy, putting my hands in my pockets. I want to go like pace. I feel like I might want to just like let out a scream. And this is all around, we haven't talked about anything yet, but the thought of Black women and how we are treated and how we are (laughs) both Completely destroyed in the political system. Told that we don't have a voice, but yeah, we carry the weight of so many elections, yeah. so many that I am physically having this like physical reaction. I just want to name that. Like, Jess, how, what are you feeling in your body? Like, I just want to. Yeah. Name that.
1: No, I, I get I'm tightened up, <laughs> and it's just I feel like I have knots in my stomach. You know. I'm not big into politics, but I feel like I have no choice, <laughs> you know what I mean? But to be with everything that's happening, but to step up and engage in politics. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And for me not to be big on talking about it, especially live on a podcast, it's like I have no choice, but I have knots in my stomach. Yeah and maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's stress just with dealing with this whole, everything that's happening with these elections. But this year is something different. Usually I could like, you know, dust it on my shoulder a little bit, you know, like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. politics. But when you really think it up, think about Black women and politics, hey, it's not a lot of us per the usual, right? It's not a lot of us. And people are like, we have, a lot of folks like Kamala Harris, Stacey Abrams, like really stepping up with the powerful voice, like, and it's just to see it, I'm admired, but to see the disrespect is just, ugh.
0: It's so hard to because like when I think about the step up of us in politics, like I agree you're stepping up. And I can't say personally that I agree with every decision that's been made, right? That I agree with everything that they have done. But what I can say is that I disagree with the insurmountable amount of scrutiny and picking and picking apart that they experience on anything that they do. Like you can't make a mistake And if you do, or you choose wrong, or you choose to vote wrong, everyone is all over you about everything in a way that they are not to their counterparts. And that's what's hard. It's like, I don't necessarily agree with you, but yet there are some days where I feel like if I have to choose you over this racist view, I'm going to stick with you because I want to protect you and the public eye from the level of scrutiny that you're getting.
1: That's what the word that came to my mind, scrutiny. Like, I do not like the level of scrutiny that you have to go through being in a public's eye. It's bad enough we have to do it (laughs) behind closed doors. We're going through it behind closed doors. But to actually go through that in front of the cameras and be dissected and Mm. humiliated and that Mm. other people really start to believe what's being portrayed when it's a lie. Like, it's sad. Like all the way down to your race, all the way down to what's in your DNA. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Are you really, really what's
1: in your DNA? Can we do a DNA test? Right. And I mean, there's always going to be something in someone's background. Let's keep it clear. And I understand the scrutiny that occurs in politics is for a reason, right? To make sure that certain people are turning that blind eye, but also saying, you know what? I'm not going to vote for that person anymore, right? I know it's a tactic, but it comes Mm -hmm. a point when the tactic is creating harm, too much harm. Mm -hmm. And that you don't know what these women are going through when they go home at night with all of this scrutiny and they still have to come and show up. Exactly. That is such a burden, a distressing burden for someone to have to carry. And it's like, I dare you like I needed to be some boundaries in place, some levels to how far you really can go. Because at the end of the day, only one person going
0: to (laughs) win at the end of the day. There's also just like the, boundaries in us right so it's us showing up because you made mention of something that I want to go back to which is it feels different this year I feel you know like you feel like this different level of burden I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the case every year for me, because I'm like, even if I wanted to take an election off, take a day to just not vote, not to say that I would want to, but if I did, I don't feel like I can do that because I feel like we have the responsibility of carrying so many elections because people get out here and say one, one thing and then get behind that poll booth and choose completely differently that I don't have the luxury of sitting it out. That my vote counts so much more because I know that we can sway elections. I've seen us do it. I've seen Black Mm -hmm. women do it. And that if I don't vote and you don't vote and all of our girls don't vote, we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem that we feel like we can't take an election off. Not that we would want to, but that we can't because our vote needs to be there in order to be swayed. And I'm not just speaking to white people now. I'm like, black men, now y'all need to be at the polls too. Because why are we the only ones swaying the vote? How is
1: that possible? Well, I also think it's education around it too, right? Like, I think it was, don't get me wrong, I think it was Snoop Dogg. He was saying that how he never voted, right? Because he had a criminal background and that he was actually able to get everything expunged. He could have probably been voting, right? So this year will be his first time voting. So I think it's also the perception of voting being Black and voting, like how has that been for you since you were a child? Was that talked (laughs) about in your household, the importance of voting, right? Understanding that voting is your right, and even if you do get in trouble with the law, like in some cases, you still have that right to vote. And knowing that, you know what, let me go ahead and make sure I can still vote, like doing that education and that preparation in regards to voting. I mean, it's like anything else, learning about math and science. Voting is a subject. (laughs) It's history. (laughs) It's politics, right? And I think once again, as a race, when it comes down to voting, it's like a black sheep topic. You know, we automatically go to the point of, well, they're not going to do nothing for us. What have they done? the rich is getting rich and we steady getting poor, you know? And it's like, well, why would my vote really count?
0: Oh, you hear that so much, so much. But then, you don't vote, they continue to perpetuate the same system and do the same stuff, and they're like, who let them in office? Uh, You. So it's kind of like, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't, literally.
1: literally. And (laughs) I think with all the racial injustices that have have occurred and the whole thing with COVID, and I think this whirlwind of 2020 is really going to push our race to vote. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to push our race to vote. You may have some that may not vote, which is, that's fine if that's your choice, right? Because it all, everybody has a right to exercise their voice and their freedom of speech, how they see fit, right? But with everything that's happening, I'm like, you better get to the poll. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get to the poll. You better reach a ballot. And try to make a difference because that vote can make a difference, you know yeah. what I mean? But I think it's also having the confidence to execute, to vote. And I think the piece is, is that those who do not vote who are Black, African American, they lack the confidence in our justice system
0: mm-hmm. because
1: we have been failed so many times. Mm-hmm it becomes part of, you know what I mean? It becomes part of the story. So it's like, forget politics, forget what they're talking about because they're not going to change anything for us.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think, and I don't want to lose that. Yes, it's important that we are out there, but the reality is like, that's always the focus, right? Are we out there? But the focus isn't on are others out there and what are others doing when they get there? Because I'm really deeply like, okay, y'all are out here and you're voting, but how you are voting is detrimental to us making progress. And that is also, that's deeply concerning too. It's like, we not only got to vote and make sure people are out there voting because we want something different for ourselves, but then I got to ballot check you. I got to be like, okay, before you go in the booth, ma'am, where are you about to sign up for? Do you know? Have you researched? Did you know that this particular person that you're about to put in this federal seat has voted in these ways and does not support Black people in any way, is very anti-Black? Well, no, I didn't know. What? Why are you here? Can you maybe hold your vote if you haven't researched it? Because an uninformed vote is also harmful. Yeah. Or a vote that's like, I believe and say one thing, not even believe, I say one thing, but I'm going to go in and vote very differently and put people in office who are going to continue to tear you down, even though I say, I'm with you, also equally harmful. I'd rather see all of those people not show up so that I vote really does count. I'd rather all of them stay home.
1: Right. And once again, like I said, it's that education piece. You know, a lot of times people are just on the election, the presidential piece of things. But Mm -hmm. um, that's a long ballot with a whole lot of props on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you really have to be able to understand and know what's on the ballot and how it can be impactful to our community. Right, and a lot of time, and that takes time. You know, you have to really set out time to really educate yourself about that. So it's about: Are you going to educate yourself, or are you just going to show up and say, you know, box eight? Who, what president you selected, <laughs> and then just check whatever you want to check. No, oh yeah, you cannot do that.
0: <laughs> you cannot do that. Take, the time. Do that. Take the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm re- I'm realizing Jess that people are listening to this post election. They're like, well, I did that. And can i just say to y'all who are listening who did that shame on you y'all better start looking at your own ballot and researching before you roll up to the polls talking about right. i know who i'm not voting for for the presidential election do you know who you are not voting for for the rest of that ballot because especially people who've lived in california like us that book is long <laughs> the book is long
1: the book you gotta, is take, long. Like you
0: gotta I, take an NDA class on voting every year to get ready for the elections in California.
1: See, you see, and that's why I'm saying um, this is exactly why I'm saying the education piece. It's the it education. Yeah. It matters, and that's a privilege. Like education, voters' education is a privilege. It is a privilege. Not only do we need voters' education, we also have to see Black women that has a political platform get scrutinized.
0: hmm Man, the emotional labor that comes with voting. Who knew? Who knew? It's a mm-hmm. lot of,
1: what do they call it? Election anxiety? Election
0: stress? Well, I'm trying to combat that. I mean, I proposed and we approved at my job that we're, we took the third and fourth off yeah that's nice Oh, pto well actually it's like company holiday, so no people don't have to use their PTO. we proposed that this year and so that's what we're doing or now we're you're listening back to it what we did because we wanted people to have a day two on the third to go vote or if you want to work the polls to sign up and do that given that so many poll workers traditionally have been a bit older their risk with COVID-19, their risk in general, but especially with COVID-19. And it's like, let's not force them to be at the polls. Like y'all go to the polls. If you'd like, go do that. Bill mm-hmm. on the 4th for emotional recovery. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. Look to at see that self-care. Election. If I'm going to be doing this work, I'm like, y'all are going to hear from me and I'm going to advocate for as much as I can. And that's one of the things, you know, and right. I think more companies should be considering that and doing I that. So
1: I think that's a brilliant, idea, right? Because myself, you know, I took off November 3rd and 4th. I'm mm. using my vacation. I was time. just, using I'm using time. my time. Di- yeah. You know what? And I'm almost capped anyway, so it, it's okay, right? <laughs> but that's me setting the boundary, you know, for myself and my own self-care of what I need, whether it's the day of, nobody's going to be paying attention. The day after, people just going to be like, okay, so this is what the next four years is going to look like. I prefer just to shut it down,
0: mm-hmm. not even
1: have to deal with the work. And it's not because of my work environment, but it's just, that's what I need for myself because this is so heavy for me this year. Like I said earlier and giving myself and showing myself the space and grace to take it all in. Yeah. So that is something that companies
0: should think about, right? Because not everyone has that privilege of PTO or they're using it for other things or need it for other things. And so I'm glad to be at a place that listened and was like, okay. We got your back. We got the students back around that. But that's not everywhere. So I recognize the privilege that is in that. And I recognize the power that I have, the privilege that I have, given I am a member of a leadership team that can come and bring those things to the table. Right. But it also shows, yes,
1: it's power, it is privilege, but it's also the openness of your company with looking at, no, this is voting is for this year right now for this year is very important and it makes sense. Like it's a buildable case, right? Because I yeah. feel like that's what companies look at. Like what is the case for this? And depending on if you're at a small company or a big company, a larger company, the scaling of that decision would defer. but that's a change, which is probably mm-hmm. something that has never happened in your company's history. You know what I mean? So once again, that's something that's a win because you're looking at your whole company's health holistically and how something like election day is really impacting not only just your employees, but your company, the whole company, your CEO, your VPs, like, yeah. so you know what I mean? You took I out of it and looked at we within Mm -hmm. the company. And that's why also the decision, that decision was able to be made. And I think for companies, sometimes you have to put aside the revenue. Sometimes you have to look at, hey, we need to shut it down coming from a holistic point of view because of the wellness of our employees and where they're at right now. And it's okay to make that judgment call.
0: I appreciate you saying that. I should also go on record and say that I give my company a lot of credit for the listening and the we. We got a lot of other work to do though. So that's yes, <laughs> definitely I, mean, so but- I should I should be clear that we are not in any ways perfect, but I do think that it's helpful for people to hear. I think that we are we got a lot of work to do. Let me be clear. But that we can do that work in small ways, right? Like it doesn't always have to be, we need to change the whole system right now. Like companies need to understand that you can make changes immediately.
1: Immediately. You don't have to wait. You don't need
0: a 72 PowerPoint deck that's like, here are the reasons why. You need some intentionality. You need some commitment and you need some discussion and you can move.
1: Um, and when you make those type of decisions, that will push the needle towards changing workplace culture faster than it will be getting a new election day granted in every year for the company. Like <laughs> It's just, and I think where people are at today, especially with this being an election year, people are looking for relief. Mm -hmm. We are looking for systems to change, but right now we need immediate relief because there's so much pressure. So it's something as, you know what, November 3rd, November 4th, we're shutting it down. It's over. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, everybody stay home. I mean, probably a lot has to go into that, but every company has a case for shutting it down on November 3rd, November 4th. Every company has a case and it's about, are you willing to propose that and speak up? and show the evidence or is it as business
0: as usual and you
1: know some companies want it business as usual
0: oh yeah well y'all you heard it here first and if you didn't do it this year you got plenty of time to make that decision right now for next year all right we'll see y'all soon have a good friday thanks for joining us this week on the black compass Make sure to visit our websites at drjesswilliams.com and dynastyhunt.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and Spotify so you'll never miss a show.
1: And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'll appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you'll simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in next week for our
0: next episode. And remember, the world shouldn't define where you go. Your internal black coffee should.